Hey, welcome to Vine Church Fort Myers podcast. We are glad that you took time to listen. We pray that the message of grace empowers you today. God gave us a word for 2022. A word that this year will be a year of acceleration. If you believe, say amen. amen. Which means that what could only happen in 10 years, it could happen in only one year. And I don't know if this came by chance to us we, when we first received that message. I don't know if we preached, knew our story, but 2022, September, is when we complete 10 years old as a church. And what God blesses us in 10 years, I believe, can be all blessing one single year. This is the year of acceleration, I believe that. But this has, uh, that, that proportion of time can also imply that what could happen in an entire year can take place in only one month in your life we need more door experiences i share with you already about the difference of the path experience and the door experiences path experience is those experiences that take process time to develop in your life door experience is sudden change very practical example you become a married husband a married wife you enter through the door of marriage now you have a path to make your marriage worth dignity valuable loving forgivable shareable look you you were just a dating couple but now through the door experience in one single day in an exchange of rings and declaration statements of vows you cross the door of marriage and you enter the pathway are you guys with me you were a four years five years uh, bachelor's degree student Walking through the Stanwish, hard soil and path of college. You graduate. In one single day, you receive a piece of paper that certifies you that you are professional in the field, in the niche. You study for during five, four, four years in your life. With that paper, now you are a graduate. You have that degree. You have that rank over you. It's a calling of responsibility that may not, may come or not, with a job of opportunity. That before you were a student, but now you became a business professional. You cross a door. But to be present, relevant, to grow in the market, there is a path ahead of you. But you had to cross the door of graduation. Are you guys with me? A sudden change, an accelerated, shortened time, change of status, changes of profile, identity even. Doors, experiences are that shortened, shrink moment of time that accelerate you, that thrust you to the next level in your life, in your ministry, in your business. If we are believing that 2022 is the year of acceleration, we need more doors, experiences. Are you guys following my train of thought here? 
It's very important that you get that. There's, I can use other examples, but I just want to bring before you this understanding that when God places before you a door without the proper key, you will never pass through that door. It is impossible to break in some doors of life unless you have the right keys. The title of my message is Three, Three Keys for Accelerated Success. I could put anything before, after the word success. Three keys for accelerated, su successful family. Three keys for accelerated, successful business. For me, it is three keys for accelerated, successful church. And I believe God is giving us this, these three keys. But you have to have a heart and willingness to receive. Are you right now? Close your eyes. Bow your heads. Holy Spirit, fill this room. As you give us this fresh understanding that you decided to bless us already. It's a matter of us to believe and take hold and trust your word upon each one of us. But Father, give us this word as the soil, this fertilized Prepare soil that will spring up, that will flourish this, this message as a practical way for us to succeed. I pray over every family represented in this place. Open the eyes of our hearts, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name, the whole church said, Amen. 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 Ask the brother or sister close to you, are you ready? Ask him or her, are you ready? Come on, ask him or her, are you ready? Now, notice that I did not said aspects or principles or even practices that can bring success to you or that will going to make you a successful businessman or professional. I'm talking about keys. Keys, only keys can open doors. You don't need to break in. You don't need to force the opening. If you have the right key, no matter the size of the door, the keys always prevail. I want to have the divine keys. The keys that, the keys that God gave me to open the doors he has for me. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. God created man. In his own, no, no, thank you, I appreciate it. In his own image. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created mankind. Male and female, he created them. There is this persistent thought. Don't you ever dare to see you less than the image of God. The very almighty God creator of the universe, he stopped everything and said, I will uh, make my hands dirt into the dirt to make this creature that will carry, that will uh, uh, display my very assemblance. 
Verse 28. And God blessed them. Everybody say with me, I am. Look, please, I need to hear your voice. Say, I am already blessed. So God blessed first. God blessed them. And then God said, be great. Just be great. Don't you ever be less than great. Great from within. You carry my image. I bless you. You have everything you need to be great. So be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the earth. Subdue it. Exercise dominion. Stand in your leadership. Be confident in your identity. You are my image. You have my blessings. What else you need? What else we need? If we have the image of mighty God, we have the seal. We have his signature. More than that, we have his credit. We have all resources we need because he has blessed us already with all sorts of his spiritual blessings. We can ever even think or imagine he already blessed us. I need to hear a good amen in this house, somebody. Look, I don't know about you, but this is greatness within. God placed that inside of us. Now, even though greatness is the first key for this successful life, successful greatness, because of, let me give you a very good greatness. I need to see greatness behind me, greatness. There we go. Let me give you good theology. We are reading Genesis chapter 1, right? Chapter 1. Not 1. Chapter 1. And after chapter 1 of Genesis comes Genesis chapter 2. And as a good theologian, I teach you that comes chapter 3. And we know what comes in chapter 3, don't we? What comes in chapter 3 of Genesis? Fall. We all fail. We all fell short of greatness. We fell short of the glory of God. We lost the image. And that greatness within now is only a latent potential. It's just an imminent possibility. But it's not a reality. Now it's only that plan in the future. And that expectation that one day will be fulfilled. And that's why it is so hard, and I mean in what I say, to bring greatness back into this next generation. Into this youth generation. And, and if you own a business, you know what I'm talking about. To try bring greatness to your employees is one of the hardest things you can ever try to do. They don't get it. That they are partners with you. If the business prosper, if your business prosper, it's not your business, it's their business. But they don't get it. Because they just settle in mediocrity. And me as a pastor sometimes is so frustrating. Because I'm trying to claim, to spark that greatness from within. But it's just a potential. It's just something that there's no drive for. If one person is just settled in the comfort zone of making watching TV 
or playing online games, the, the, dri the drive of his or her life, it is so hard to make that person productive, proactive. Not, not just pointing problems, but being a, a, a problem solver. Because this greatness now fell short. We all fell short. Parents that almost died to pay that private school to that spoiled boy or girl, and that person, that individual, never considers that great opportunity that is like 2-3% of, of the humanity ever will never have it, and he or she has, but just wasted. Wasted not studying, wasting not taking the proper academics, the sports opportunity. Greatness became just latent, just potential. Greatness is speak, speaks of you positioning yourself with confidence. As a business person, you have identity in the marketplace. As a professional, yourself becomes your brand. Your clients know not only your product or your service, but they know the story behind, behind that service. They go there, they buy what you're selling because your greatness. And it's interesting because, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but today we actually want the, the, the customers, the, the, the buying people, the economy drives and, 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 and pins and, and, and trends toward this connection to a specific brand. Everybody wants to be part of a great story that, that actually makes me a better myself. It's because people simply don't have greatness from within, but you have. We don't need to identify ourselves with any brand mark or with a specific, you know, useless gadget just because you're going to give me some sense of identity. I have greatness from within. I know who I am. It's more than what I dress or even with the accent of my English. It's what God says who I am. Greatness is to refuse the comfort of the immediate gratification for the reward of the term presence in the market. It is more than just, how many seconds you have a TikTok video? 30 seconds? It's more than 30 seconds fame moment, but it's actual relevance to change your generation. And not only just do dumb stuff that everybody just going to forget because it never became a viral thing in the internet. Greatness is to develop yourself in a such a standard that you becomes indispensable in the niche you are connected with, in the market industry you are working on. And because of that, because you became so indispensable, it's not economy, it's not even the market that determines your price. But you say what you value more than anything else. Are you guys with me? 
I hope I'm speaking to somebody here this morning. Greatness is more than just that character features you inherited from your family. Because it doesn't matter if you came from a family that is not Christ-based, biblical-founded. It's a matter of you finding your greatness from within in God that gave you, that shaped you in His image and already blessed you. That's why He can dare us, He can challenge us to grow, constantly grow because greatness is from within. I know He's speaking to your heart right now. It is that growing trait that must start with a teachable heart and makes you relevant because you dare to sail in new uncharted waters. But if I told you that greatness is not anymore something natural that comes with every man and woman because we all fell short, how can we spark back? How can we return back into greatness? Our guys ready? Say amen, everybody. Amen. Psalm 24, the psalmist says, Who shall get greatness again? Who shall ascend again? Who shall be great once again? That's New Raphael version uh, Bible translation. Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord who shall we stand in greatness in constant greatness holiness he is holiness here means you are you are one of a kind you are unique in your niche you became so great there is nothing equivalent to what you serve what you you, you sell what you are verse 4 he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. Let me make my Raphael translation version for you. You are just genuine. You don't pretend to be something else. You don't, you don't fake yourself in order to get more likes or followers. Because you're just who you are. You found your purpose and identity in Christ, in God, in His image, designed uniquely with His signature, and you are content with that. You are confident with that. You have assurance about that. You are genuine. No, you don't pretend. Verse 5, and because of that, He will receive... Blessing from the Lord. My translation says he will receive a special blessing. Say with me, special blessing. Oh, we need a special. I don't want just the general blessing. I want the special blessing. Come on, somebody. If you need that special. They receive a special blessing from the Lord. And they receive righteousness from the God of his salvation. Oh, yes, I am righteousness already in Christ Jesus. Verse 6, such is the generation of those who seek Him. Oh, this church seeks the Lord. Just today, just today, 
before this service, we already had four devotional moments to make this service possible. Because we seek the Lord. Greatness from within, it is reminded into our hearts when we look to Him and we say, oh, that's our image. That's who we're meant to be. He is great. Why I'm settling in mediocrity. Why I'm settling in inferiority. Why I'm just with this lower earthly, on the ground mind. Who seek the face of the God of Jacob. That's what the Bible says. When we seek him, we like a mirror. That's what Colossians says. Like a mirror, we are transformed. Paul could say, we are brought back into our original meant to be greatness. Let me hear a good amen, everybody. The way of greatness is honesty and constant pursuit in a relationship with God. Greatness within is honesty. It just, you are open, transparent. You and I can come before God today and honestly say, God, I forgot it. I miss it. I lost it, but I want it back. I want that greatness again. I want that special blessing again. Oh God, that make me great from inside once again. I want God. I just don't have it now. But it's very important that when you are reminded about your greatness, I know you are being reminded right now, that you don't become a mega maniac. Megalomaniac, megalomaniac, megalomaniac. It's a very hard word to say. Megalomaniac. This, this uh, self-centered greatness feeling that in the end of the day you think you sustain yourself that greatness. No, my friend. It is the image of God. It is His blessing upon you that makes you and I great. It's not in yourself. That's why we need wisdom. Because without wisdom, your greatness within is just megalomania. It's useless. It's just another politic speaking, you know, fancy and complicated words to impress people. But you really want greatness from within. But for that, you need wisdom from God. Can I hear a good amen, everybody? Someone said that while intelligence is to know that tomato is a fruit, wisdom is to never put tomato in a salad fruit. And I have to agree with that because wisdom makes the simplest of all persons to be able to own a multinational corporation but if you only settle in your college degree, the max you can have is a good and nice job. Maybe working for the wise person. Wisdom predicts the problems with a solution beforehand. But wisdom also cannot be achieved by or order in Amazon Prime. You don't find wisdom in schools. 
Where can I find wisdom? James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom. Let me see how many hands together with me, somebody. Don't leave me alone here. Don't leave me alone here. I know you. I know your family. Yeah. We all lack wisdom here. I need wisdom for my family. I need wisdom to manage this church. I need wisdom to raise new pastors. Oh, I need pastors. God, give me pastors. I need wisdom to deal with teenagers. I never had teenagers in my entire life, and now I have one. I need wisdom. I need wisdom. Let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and he will be given him. Say a good amen, everybody. Seriously, Pastor, as, as simple as this, yes, you just need to ask the source of wisdom. I like when you read Proverbs, in the moment of the, the, you're reading Proverbs, suddenly uh, the writer, the scribe, that probably is taking the, the poetic voice of Solomon into paper, he, he uses this poetic voice, and instead of speaking of wisdom in the third person, wisdom becomes a character. And this character starts to give attribute of himself or herself. In this case, a female character. And he gives himself attributes that is only possible to be given to God. God is the wisdom. When you ask for wisdom, you receive him. You don't need necessarily to seek wisdom. You seek him and you find wisdom. When, you find, when you're seeking wisdom, you will find him. Are you guys with me? It's the same character. It's just disguised. When we genuinely, with this personal devotion, seek after him, we will have the solution to that dilemma between your staff, in the middle of the crisis of your work, you don't come just to stir up and make even more confusion. You bring the voice of wisdom that settles the case. Yes, that's true. You could hire somebody else. You could maybe post again in that WhatsApp group that you are looking for a helper and just try again to find that perfect labor or employee for your business, but now you ask for wisdom. God, how am I going to teach that person? I don't want to say the adjective is stupid. I don't want to say, I just want to teach that person how to do it. And I taught it five times. Give me wisdom because I'm not, I'm not really teaching. I'm not reaching his brain in any moment. Give me wisdom. The greatness and wisdom comes from the same source. It comes from God. Wisdom is you to know the right way and the right time for everything. Isn't that just sounded like utopia for you? Doing the right thing in the right time 
every time. Say with me, wisdom is to know the right thing. Better say the right way in the right time for everything. Close your eyes, say, God, I need this. Ask God. I, I ask for wisdom, Jesus. I need wisdom. Ecclesiastes chapter, chapter 8. Whoever keeps a command will know no evil thing. And the wise heart will know the proper time and just way. Some version says in the right way. For there is a time and a way for everything. Although man's trouble lies heavy on him. If we ask God, we receive. But if we're not humble enough to place ourselves in the position of asking, that proves already that you are a fool. That you are destined for mediocrity. If you cannot dare to approach God with a humble, simple heart to say, God, I don't have it. I need it. Oh, Jesus, I need you more today than yesterday. Because you brought my greatness back. Now I'm in this greater position and I don't have the wisdom for what you set me up for. God, I need a new wisdom for this greatness you placed me. So let's receive wisdom right now. Let's go back to our destined greatness. Now, how all this comes together, Pastor? We must have grace. Grace is what releases the favor of God over us. Favor is what ultimately gives opportunities that others don't have. Which means that between you and that unbeliever co-worker. Because you have grace, favor. You enter through the door. And he has to walk the path. I'm going to repeat. What ultimately makes you pass through doors instead of walking the way is the favor of God. Because if you are great from within, you are wise because you ask God. But if you don't have the opportunities, you still lower, below what God called you to be. Three keys. Say with me, three keys. Greatness from within. I need to hear your voice. You can do it. Say greatness from within. Wisdom from God. And favor from grace. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Again, I saw that under the sun, the race is not always one conquered by Osain Bolt, the swift. No, no, Osain Bolt just came to be in the right time, in the right uh, 
technology development generation that promoted him to be the fastest man on world known now. But if you Google it a little bit, you're going to find previous old school athletes that their development, their achievements in the past could make them probably like seconds, not microseconds, seconds ahead of Osain Bolt if they had Osain Bolt support from Nike and all the other brands and technology and proper food. Osain Bolt just got favor in a specific time. Nor the battle belongs to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to the intelligent, nor favor to those with knowledge. But time and chance. Everybody say with me, time and chance. Time and chance is what made the fastest the fastest. The strongest, the strongest. The richest, the richest. It was just a matter of time and chance. I call this the favor. The perfect encounter of greatness from within. Wisdom from God. But now you have the opportunity, the favor from the grace of God. I'm not in rush. Are you guys with me? Can I go a little bit more? Okay, let me inspire you. I know very few voices is enough for me because I'm great from within. I'm great from within. So I don't need, I don't need much affirmation today. I told you. I told you. Joseph, awesome example. God released favor upon this man of God. Sold as a slave from his very family. His brother sold him. But while he was a servant, a slave, he was favored. Genesis 39. Joseph found favor in the sight of his master and attended him. And he made him overseer over everything in his house. He put Joseph in charge of all that he had. From the time that he made Joseph overseer over his house, that master were blessed by the Lord. Not because he was a blessed man, but because the Lord blessed Joseph. Look what it says. For Joseph's sake, the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and field. So he left all, the master gave Joseph all authority over everything he had. Because he noticed this man is crowned with the favor of God. I know, we know the rest of this story. Joseph is also handsome. This very seductive woman tried to create an ambush and just trap him in a false and fairly accusation. He's judged, thrown into jail. But even there in prison, the favor of God reaches Joseph. 39 verse 21, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who are in the prison. I am a prison mate, but now I have the keys of the prison. 
What in the world is that? Favor. This is favor. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because the Lord, the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord, the Lord made it succeed. If I'm seeking wisdom, I'll find God. But if I find God, I find wisdom and favor together. Joseph just had this time and way connection all the time. There's more. Because when this clash happens, greatness from within, wisdom from God, and the favor from grace, my friend, in one single month, from a 4,000 square feet facility rented, you come to a more than 1.5 acres facility because God's favor reaches you. And it's so amazing, breathtaking that you said, God, I need more wisdom now. I need more greatness now. Oh God, and I definitely need more favor now. Genesis 41, and Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find a man like this in whom the Spirit of God, in whom is the Spirit of God? Pharaoh said, since God has shown you, Joseph, all these, there is none so, none so discerning and wise as you are. You shall be over my house and all my people shall order themselves as you command only as regards the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, verse 41, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, clothed him in garments of fine linen, and put a golden chain about his neck.